so many comments of people saying I really needed this right now I needed to hear some music I needed to know that I'm not the only person going through this hmm. um, so and, and I continue to get that feedback so yeah you said you committed to doing this every Monday night have you kept that up this entire what is this eight months now nine months yeah. how long has this been going on <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it's it hurts to think about it right <laughs> it does. but um, oh man uh, we just did, did our stream last night was number 37 Wow so you've been and doing this consistently we've took one one week off okay. What to do if you're a musician and concerts are canceled worldwide? Beth Bombara turned to something she'd never tried before, a live stream. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. When the coronavirus was declared a worldwide pandemic, Beth Bambara was among the many, many people who found their lives upended. The St. Louis-based singer-songwriter was suddenly facing canceled gigs not only around town, but also a canceled UK tour that had been planned for April. And this fall, just as things began to open up, everything shut down again. Beth Bombaro was supposed to play a socially distant concert at the pageant last week. Well, rising COVID-19 cases canceled that too. It is not an easy time to be a performer, but this talented musician isn't weeping publicly. Been holding this inside Trying to keep my head high Breaking down behind the door when I can't hide this anymore Invisible as And that is Beth Bombara, I Only Cry When I'm Alone. And joining us today to discuss how she's getting by and the outlet she's found for performing is Beth Bombara. Beth, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. So your pageant gig was supposed to be last Friday. Uh, that's so hard. When did you learn it was being canceled? Um, just really uh, less than a week before. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it's just hard. Um, we're trying we're all trying to do the right thing right now and it's really hard to know what what exactly that is boy i think that's that's the one thing we can all stipulate to right now it's hard to know what the right thing to do is at the same time yeah. you've had these amazing opportunities and then a couple of them have just gotten kind of pulled away at the last minute does it feel like you're on a bit of a roller coaster yeah absolutely that's a that's a great way to describe how i'm feeling right now because um you know, the hardest, the hardest thing for me is, you know, all of these gigs get planned well in advance, especially when you're talking about touring, especially overseas. It's like those things, you know, six months to a year ahead of time. And so I, I just don't like, 
I don't know when I can start planning for that, when all of these things have to get planned so far in advance. Mm-hmm. So that's been difficult for sure. And so for somebody who, who has this art and you want to share this art, um, how have you found a way to do that when you can't be on the stage of the pageant, you can't be traveling to the UK? Yeah, it's it's been difficult. Um, I mean, a lot of artists have turned to live streaming and um, it, it can be as simple and as complicated as you want the setup to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I could literally take my cell phone and I could just go to my Facebook page and click go live and just play to my phone. Um, (laughs) And that gets broadcast to Facebook. Everybody who follows me gets notified that I'm live and then people can tune in. And um, but that's the the very quick and dirty way to do that. And so when um, I had a show that was canceled, the first show that that of mine that got canceled was I think like March 15th or something like that Mm. at the duck room. And, um, I just, the, I was thinking about it and I said, man, this, this really sucks. Right. Um, and I thought, well, what can I do? I said, well, I can pull out my phone and instead of playing in person at the duck room, I can, um, just play on my phone. So I, I tested that out and the response was incredible. Hmm. And my, my husband said, he's, he's very, um, audio, he's the audio engineer Mm -hmm. of our, of our family, our band. Um, so he plays with me as well. But so he said, he's like, man, we should do this again next week and I will set up all the audio and we can, you know, so, so it sounds better. It's not just the phone microphone. So we did that. And I said, you know what, I, I need to commit to doing this every Monday night. Hmm. for my sanity (laughs) (laughs) and just so I have something to do yeah had you done these live stream kind of performances even before this pandemic never never never. I was a I was kind of timid about trying it because I I didn't have to you Mm -hmm. know there was I mean in some in my mind it's like well I can just go I can go play at old rock house I can go I can go on tour you know why do I need to try to figure out how to live stream it just seems like a lot of work a lot of hassle yeah so I'd never tried it before and and you say that first one you did you say it got a really good response was that in terms of the quantity of people or just in in their yeah. reaction to it yeah I mean there was a lot of people tuning in and then like and they were all of the I could see the comments coming through on my phone and everybody was just like I mean that think back to the that was the very beginning of the pandemic right after everything got shut down so everybody's scared and nobody knows what's going on and it just we were all kind of experiencing that together Mm -hmm. so i i just had so many comments of people saying i really needed this right now i needed to hear some music i needed to know that i'm not the only person going through this Hmm. um so and, and i continue to get that feedback so yeah, you said you committed to doing this every Monday night. Have you kept that up this entire, what is this, eight months now, nine months? Yeah. How long has this been going on? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it hurts to think about it, right? <laughs> it does. But, um, oh man, uh, we just did, our stream last night was number 37. Wow. So you've been and doing this consistently. We've took one, one week off. Okay. But, so, but every other yeah. week you've been there. Has it been some of those same people that are there every week for this? Yeah, there's started to be a core group of people who tune in every night, every Monday night. And it it's fun to see because a lot of them have started um, talking to each other in the comments and started to kind of 
get to know each other because they see, oh, I've seen you the past few weeks. Let's, you know, where do you live? Or, you know, so that that's been fun for me to see. And yeah, it's just been a super encouraging thing that I never would have thought that first night when I just did it in my kitchen on my phone that it would have turned into something bigger than that. Yeah. I mean, do you find yourself now thinking, man, I'm not sure I'd ever want to like do this in in person again. Like, are you liking the live stream so much or is that going way too far? (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because it, I mean, it's kind of because I'd never done it before. I didn't really know the the potential for it and and that is you know i can reach anyone wherever they are Mm -hmm. when i go play a show we all have to be in the same room together so and there's something very special about that and the live stream does not replace that Mm -hmm. but it offers a different way to connect with people when we can't all be together and so one one quick instance of that is um you know i'll ask people where they're tuning in from and we've gotten, um, there's somebody in Japan who's been tuning in every week. Whoa. And um, like there's a, a few other people from different countries who are tuning in. And so I, that couldn't happen. That's if, so cool. You yeah. Know. You're building this community that's that's even bigger than the community you started, which was, was a very St. Louis community at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So that aspect of it has just been really encouraging to me. And I don't think... I mean, I, when things open back up, when I can play gigs in person again, I, I certainly will be doing that, but um, I will absolutely continue to do the live stream hmm. in so, addition. So I hate that I always wonder about this, but I can't help it. I'm a practical person. I've always had to pay the rent, and I imagine you do too. How does yeah. this work on the financial end? Are, are people able or are they willing um, to contribute in a way that when you're buying a ticket for a concert, you are you are helping to pay for that artist being there. Yeah, so I, I want it because because of the pandemic and everybody's situation is different. My, my number one goal is just to share music with people in these um, crazy, difficult times, um, because I know that that helps up, uplift people's spirits. And that can be a really good, a good thing. So I right now it's it's on tips or what you might call donation basis Mm -hmm. so um every live stream i do there's a donation link and if people are able to um they can send a virtual tip or a virtual donation and it's very easy and i found that for now i believe i believe in that model and that's how i want to do um do these live streams but i could see um in the future switching to a model where it was more of like a a concert where Hmm. you buy a ticket and um, then you get access to the the show. So there's some possibilities there. This is not a financial wash by any means. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say the first, well, going back to the beginning of the pandemic, you know, we nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's like, ah, you know, just <laughs> scary. Yeah. And um, people have been very generous and it's allowed me to um, continue to pay my mortgage and, um I, I feel extremely lucky for that. Hmm. We're talking today to artist Beth Bombara, who's having great success with her live stream. Um, you can find that on Facebook.com slash Beth Bombara. She does it every Monday at 8 p.m. She's only missed one week in this whole pandemic, which is something to be <laughs> proud of. Um, and anytime we have a musician here, we'd be foolish not to play a little more of their music. So you've been doing some really interesting covers, and I want to play your cover. <laughs> this is a, a cover of a Beatles classic. Two. 
that is Beth Bombara's cover of Revolution. That's such a great song. It, it feels like there's kind of a political message there. What what made you turn to that song in this moment we're in? Well, uh, long, long story short, um, I got asked to, again, beginning of the pandemic, um, people are trying to figure out how to um, raise money to help, help those in need. And um, I got contacted um, by someone who was putting together a fundraiser specifically for musicians in St. Louis um, who needed extra help. Mm. And um, they put together um, a kind of a, a covers album um, from the Beatles White Album. And so I recorded that specifically for charity. Um, but I felt like that's just the one song that kind of grabbed me right away that I was like, oh, yeah, I, I really want to sing this song. I feel like there's a lot here. Um, that's relevant in the lyrics and just, you know, you can take the line out of context or whatever, but just, just singing the words, it's going to be all right mm. for me was just really cathartic. So mm. that is a great moment uh, or great song, a great line for this moment yeah. that we're in. We all need exactly. to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wanted to grab onto that and, and do my own version and share that with everybody. So tell me this. I mean, you're obviously feeling inspired to perform and, and you really have been committed to that. Have you also found yourself inspired by this moment on the songwriting front? Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. Um because I feel like I'm kind of a slow processor mm. when it comes to processing my feelings and, and um, just having a lot of other things to, to focus on the past, what is it, you know, yeah, seven or eight months. Mm -hmm. um, I've been processing a lot of stuff in my head and I think I'm finally ready to kind of get that out there on the page and, um, demo some new songs out mm. um so yeah it, it's it's been slow but I feel like feel like I'm finally there it sounds like you almost have to let things marinate before you're ready to to turn it into art I mean that's kind of that is kind of how I work I've, I've been jealous of other songwriters who you know it, it comes quicker I suppose they can just sit down and write a song immediately and and don't get me wrong like that's happened to me sometimes mm -hmm. but the writing process is so nebulous because there's no like there's no formula there's no set formula and a lot of times I find that it it happens differently for each song hmm. so yeah so for in this moment where you're feeling your creative juice is getting revved up and, and you feel like you're ready to, to start writing these songs again, are, are you finding yourself in a hopeful place, that thought of it's going to be all right, or might this be the dark album that then leads you eventually well, to the light album? I think I think that it, I am feeling in a more hopeful place, um, and, and that's kind of how I generally try to approach life, and... Um, so I could I could see maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, boy, it's a time for that. I yeah, do, yeah. I do want to bring it back here to the finances. As you mentioned, uh -huh. um, you know, this, this White Album uh, covers, this was a benefit for other musicians. Overall, are, are your fellow musicians hanging in there? I mean, you're one of the more prominent names in the St. Louis scene. The ones that don't have this following you have, are they doing okay? Yeah, I think I think it's been a struggle honestly and and then you could go back to um, what I was saying like we're all just trying to figure out what the right thing is mm -hmm. and what I've seen um, a lot is 
just the unfortunate reality that uh, we need to work. And um, there have been, you know, smaller places open up that are saying, hey, we want musicians to come and play shows because we, we need, you know, we need to all be making an income. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've, I've seen... I've seen that happen where it's like, okay, there's, there's a bar and they're having a show and you know, uh, I do, do I want to go work? Do I want to be able to pay my rent this month? You know, the, the answer is yes, but this is a, just a really hard situation to navigate. So. Well, that's uh, that's some good perspective there, and I hope people will keep that in mind. I know it's kind of easy to sit back in our armchairs for people who have salaries and be like, "Why isn't everyone staying at home at all times?" But there's <laughs> there's another side to that, and yeah, I, it's, it's a dark reality <laughs> of the situation for sure. Well, uh, you're leaving us on a, on a dark note here, but we do want oh, to encourage sorry. people. No, no, no. It's it's all good. Um, you can join Beth's live stream. That is a socially distant way to catch this music. This is every Monday at 8 p.m. Facebook.com slash Beth Bombara. <laughs> and Beth Bombara, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And we do want to go out of the show with a little more Beth Bombara. Let's leave everybody today with a bit of Beth's song. This is called All Good Things. And tomorrow on St. Louis on the Air, we'll discuss the science of supply chains. How do suppliers know how much toilet paper your local grocery store needs, and how do those calculations sometimes get upended? We'll also discuss a new protest-inspired book. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlpublicradio.org. Never miss a conversation by subscribing to our podcast. You can find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.